Come gather ye friends round your flickering campfires and listen to tales of daring, horror and high adventure from the worn pages of history. Set aside your dreams of superstardom and hearken ye well to the voices of your storytellers. For this is our last shot at making a show worthy of Hollywood attention. But I need this, guys. My gambling is really getting out of hand. I've lost hundreds on that Philippine cockroach fighting app. I had a big argument with the man in the corner shop about pick and mix sweets. I threw a pound of pink shrimps at him in a fit of temper. I can't go back. I have to make it, man. Oh no, our Hollywood test audience is getting restless. They probably want... The Silly History Boys Show! To start. There's no time to lose. So, who are we and who will play us when the project finally gets stolen from us by nefarious Hollywood bloodsuckers? I am Uncle Bilbo. I think of me as a mix of Ollie Reed and Liz Taylor. Or anyone who's dead, really. I am Tombo. I'm the classy, thinking man's leading man. Like Owen Wilson or Jack Black. I am the enigmatically wacky ex-Saturday Night Live vehicle man known only as the Pear Bear. And it'd be Reese Witherspoon. No argument. Her. No one else. And I remain pre-pre-weight loss Chris Pratt, dear Uncle Bob Bob. And with all that said, it's time for the final instalment of the tale of William Marshall, England's greatest knight. Cross your fingers. Hollywood, here we come! We rejoin our tale in the year 1187. France has a new king, King Philip Augustus. And he's rather good at being king. He's better than his dad, King Louis, at any rate. Not long after Henry the Younger died in an extreme toilet event, Philip Augustus struck a bargain with Henry's brother Richard. That's Richard the Lionheart to you. To attack old King Henry together. King Henry is an old man now and not in the best of health. He can't move very quickly and Richard the Lionheart is gaining on his old dad. And if he catches him, that will be that. Right, minions, find me King Henry. I want to be mean to my dad because I don't like him. Not so fast, Richard the Lion Fart. William Marshall? That's right, listeners. It is me, William Marshall, the greatest knight in English history. Listen, Lion Fart, King Henry is my friend. And if you don't leave him alone, I'll bash you with my sword. You don't scare me, William Marshall. You're old and you have to get up at night time to wee. Then we must have a fight. Go, Mrs. Clippity-Clops. Yeah! Yeah! Oh! Ouch! Yeah! No. Oh! Yeah! Not so quick, William Marshall. Oh! The speed! The sheer speed! Oh! Take that! Aha! I hit you! So very strong! Oh! You knocked me off my horse! Hurrah! God for the Marshall! Yay! Oh, hello, listener! What an adorable opening, I hear you say. <laughs> well, it is I, William Marshall. I'm William Marshall. This is my sword stick, Widowmaker. I practice every day on my brothers and servants and the tapestry. 
And you've been asked to stop hitting people with that stick. But, Grandad... Ah, no buts. Also, you need to step forward as you strike and really get your whole body behind that blow. Thanks, Grandad. I shall inflict life-changing injuries on my enemies. Did he really play with his granddaughter? Listen to the exposition and eat your popcorn. Go on, Marshal. Thanks, Pear Bear. So, lots has happened. After poor Goose died, I joined his father, King Henry's service. It was a good job I did, as he was soon under attack from King Philippe of France and his own son, Richard. Grandad battered Richard the lion fart in a fight. Well, I knocked Richard off his horse. The only man who ever did, in fact. Anyway, the old king was very old. Rather like I am now, actually. Grandma says Grandad is in surprisingly good health considering people have been hitting him in the head for 63 years. Um, how old are you? Hush, Bob-Bob, please. The exposition. The old king died and Richard became king. Wasn't Richard a bit cross with you? Well, Richard knew I could have killed him, but I didn't. So he was very nice about it, really. He actually gave me lots of land and a very rich wife. Grandma is pure rich, yo. Don't say yo, my darling. It doesn't sound authentic. Anyway, I pretty much looked after the country when Richard went away on crusade. Trouble was, on his way back from the crusades, Richard was captured by his enemies. Ransoms! You had to pay a literal king's ransom? Yeah. Expensive? Oh, yeah. Had to raise taxes for it. The barons were not happy. I'm sure they were pleased to have the king back. They were. But then Richard walked into a crossbow bolt fighting the French and died. So, who's king now? Richard's brother John became king. Also, I got married and had tons of children and grandchildren, so life is great for me. Well, apart from a few minor tiffs with the king. Grandad doesn't like King John. You mustn't say that, granddaughter. He is our king. Grandma says no one likes King John. Not even King John likes King John. Which is the problem. I have just been summoned to the king's court. I think it's a good thing, but it's hard to tell with John. You see, all the other kings I've known, I've got on with very well, but John is... A complete and utter twat. Okay! Bye-bye, granddaughter. I'll be back soon. Bye, granddad. Grandma said don't get yourself killed. I shall certainly try, my dear. Now, lads. I wonder if I could hitch a ride on your narrative. It's a long ride to the king. Why, of course. Hop on. Yeah, uh, let me just clean off the back seat. Oh, guys, your narrative is filthy. I can explain, but not on camera. So I'm trying to stop, but it, honestly, it's so hard to resist. We're here, Marshal. <sighs> Thanks. First uh, journey by narrative, Marshal. Yes, let's uh, let's never speak of this again. I must go see King John now. Bye. Presenting William Marshall, First Earl of Pembroke. Oh, hey, Marshal. It's good to see you, man. Your Majesty, I came as soon as I could. Be cool, guy, your majesty. I know I'm your king and all down by God and all that, but uh, I, I, I'd like you to think of me as, like, uh, your bro. So how has it been with you, bro? I'm trying to think of when I last saw you. I know, it's cray-cray. We should hang out more. 
Was it when you took my son hostage? Yeah, that that was jokes. Uh, It wasn't when you took five castles off me and then kept me at your court for months just so you could refuse to speak to me? Yeah, the laugh a minute stuff. Great bands, yeah. And when you did speak to me, you told me that my wife and all my best knights were dead. Um... Even though they weren't. (laughs) We're We're just two old mates catching up, aren't we? Hey, I'll tell you what. Let's get some peaches and cider and pizza. I just have a big, like, lad's night in. Cool. Bro, is that a huge crowd of angry barons outside coming for pizza too? Hey, Lackland! You bland-lacking idiot. Are you in there? You lost your marbles just like you lost France. Hey, are you about to lose England? Oh, shit! Yeah, up in there. I think he's probably getting all the pizza. Uh, uh, yes, yes, the, the barons, the barons. Yeah, um, yeah, about them, Marshall, I kind of need your help with a document. My God, it's the silly history boy's actual history klaxon. For that document is the Magna Carta, the Great Charter, the foundation of Western democracy that states that all men are free and equal. It began self-determination for the people. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't worth the paper it was written on, and that's not just because paper was expensive. Yeah, but Wikipedia... You guys are jerks! The Magna Carta is a peace treaty between King John and the barons of England. Baron, for argument's sake, is medieval talk for rich people. There is no mention of oinky plebs like you and me and Pear Bear and Tombow and Bilbo. So next time you get a parking ticket, don't quote Magna Carta at the traffic warden. He will tell you that you are poor and awful and it's got nothing to do with you or your rights. Don't feel bad, though, because the Magna Carta didn't do the barons much good either. King John had no such intention of giving in to the demands of the Magna Carta. But he did need time. Time to raise an army to lay the smack down on his barons, so that King John could continue with his running the country into the ground. He'd get a job in the current government. Because bad King John was... A stunningly bad king. Remember all that land in France that King Henry II ruled? King John lost all of it. I mean, literally, between last episode and this episode, it's all gone. And he spent years raising taxes in order to raise an army to get it back. Then the French defeated his army. So the overtaxed barons didn't like King John at all and trusted him even less. John now needed someone the barons did trust to help him draw up the Magna Carta. And that someone was your old chum, Sir William Marshall. After all, I've been around for a while. Bit of a celebrity, tournament champion, servant to five kings, and very rich. Plus, I'd really like Magna Carta to work out, because if it doesn't, there's going to be a very big war. As bad as the anarchy! Oh, worse than the anarchy, Pebe. And these days I'm 70, and I'm not going to lie to you, I don't fancy it one bit. Yeah, you had a tough paper round. I spent my whole life fighting, in tournament, siege or raid. All that time, the, the fact that I might die never once occurred to me. But now, well, my eyes are not so quick. 
and my arms aren't quite so strong, and I'm not a second son with nothing to lose. I'm a husband, and a father, and it may not sound very knightly, but I'd rather go home than fight another war. Good news, Marshal! Those idiots swallowed it. Now, all King John has to do is hire some mercenaries to lay the smack down on my barons, and then decide which, and in which order, of their wives and kids I'll execute, and whether to do it in front of them or not. <laughs> Please, my lord, a civil war is a terrible thing. Oh, like that, Marshal, it'll be fine. Now, I'm off to eat peaches and drink cider, and if you're going to be a drag about it, Marshal, then your invitation is withdrawn. All the peaches and cider for Johnny. So I assumed King John was going to plot and eat. And his barons realised that the Magna Carta wouldn't stop their king from being awful. So they filled in a form to get themselves a new one. Ah, bonjour. Je m'appelle Prince Louis. I'm the son of King Philip Augustus, and I've had a nice letter from the barons of England asking me to be their king. By the wings of our spitfires, the people of England will never accept a French king. Monsieur, nobody cares what the people think. Take back control! I got my blue passport! Made in France! Ah! Listen, mes coupons. For 200 years, the kings of England have spoken French, and so are their nobles. And the nobles are the only people whose opinion matters. And two-thirds of those English nobles want me to be their king. As far as the people go, not only this, but King Richard and King John have both made the common ordinary people of England pay more tax than anyone ever before. So, I am going to invade England and make it part of France, and most probably will accept the decision. Haha. <laughs> and so Prince Louis's army landed on the east coast of England, joined the Baron's rebel army and began marching west. London fell within a few weeks. The great fortress of Dover was under siege. And Prince Louis sent another part of his army north to the city of Lincoln, where the rebel barons had laid siege to Lincoln Castle, which, unlike the city of Lincoln, had stayed loyal to King John. King John didn't have many friends, but he was lucky in those that he did have. One of these friends was Nicola Haye, the Lady of Lincoln Castle. A certified badass who the silly history boys have christened the Grandma of War. Raise the drawbridge! Archers to the walls! Line their murder halls with heavy pointy things! Grandma's little soldiers are expected to take a minimum of 20 rebels to hell with them! Yes, Grandma! Your souls may belong to God, but your asses belong to Grandma! Yes, yes Grandma! Then go, my children! Grandma, the rebels are digging tunnels under our walls so that the walls may fall down and they will get inside and then they will kill us! Then stop them, chump! But how? We dig our own tunnel! Okay. You take fire and sword into the darkness and you fight them underground! Fight them underground? Okay. Then, when the rebel dogs are running, you collapse their tunnel on their cowardly hides, and the rebels will know that those who attack the castle of the Grandma of War will be buried under it. Now go! It shall be done, O merciless Grandma of War. Oh, there's a good boy. And if you live, you shall have a cocoa and a story. Now bring me my crossbow! 
I shall teach the rebels to wipe their feet and keep their heads down when they come to Grandma's house. <laughs> that old lady couldn't hit the side of a... Taste my crossbow! Turns out I'm immune to crossbow ball. Thought you could get away from me, did ya? Didn't take your shoes off! Has it started raining? Die, rebel scum, die! And so for now, a psychotic grandma of a crossbow is all that stands between the rebel and French army capturing the north of England. King John will be pleased. Not for long he won't. London has fallen, sire. Fine! I hate London! Traffic! Cockneys, the tube. When we win, Marshal, I shall burn London to the ground. That's mm. nice, sire. Dover still stands. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover. More peaches, rot you! I am your king! Sire, maybe you should slow down on the peaches and cider. Bah! I have the heart and stomach of a king, and... Hey, uh, Marshal, my tummy's a bit rumbly. You probably need five minutes off the peaches and cider. Yeah, 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 you're probably right, Marshal, yeah. Unless... Unless what? Unless you've got dysentery. Ah, dysentery? Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, it's coming out of me like a brown river. Oh, oh my God, no, oh, God, oh, not like this. Oh, this is not a very elegant way to die. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, it's like water down this quick pouring out of me. Oh, my God, what is that? What is that? I can remember reading that. Oh, God, <laughs> well, at least I'll hit my weight loss target. <laughs> I'm going to complain in the strongest possible terms about this sightless and peaches diet. This is a very inelegant way to die. <laughs> Sorry, Marshal. I know this is the second king you've lost to dysentery. From what we hear, it's a peaceful way to die. It's like falling asleep. You're all very kind, silly boys. Marshal. Yes, my king. Ah, uh, get the spray. Yes, sir. No, wait. My time is near, Marshal. Listen, I know that I'm not the easiest person to get on with. Are you definitely dying, sire? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's nothing left. In that case, no, you are not an easy person to get on with. You're one of those people, John, that I could never get tired of punching. You betrayed your father, you betrayed your brother Richard, and you had your enemy starved to death. The fact that you're now pooing yourself to death still doesn't make up for your horribleness. It wasn't easy being the youngest in the Plantagenet family. And I know I've done you wrong, Marshal, but, but my son... Little Henry... He's a good boy, William. And he's done no wrong. But the French... The French will kill him if they find him. You must look after him, Marshal. If you won't do it for me, then do it for my brother's sake. Oh, my father. 
For the family you've served your whole life. Yeah. Ah! Ah, I can see the light. I can see the light. I must leave you, Marshal. Think upon what I have said. I must go to the light. Wait. What if all the people I've wronged are waiting for me in the afterlife? Oh my god. There'll be a queue. A long queue. Uh-oh. Maybe I should... The king is dead. Long live the king. But which king will live? Little Henry or Prince Louis? Either way, I'll get a mop. Oh, yes. It's like pretty messy. Plugged a reservoir of brown. You might want to throw that. Burn that mop. So Marshal rode of his best knights to where little Henry, the rightful king of England, was being guarded. Sir William, I have been thinking. Thinking what, old friend? Do we really want a boy king on the throne? I mean, people will just fight over who looks after him anyway. Plus this Prince Louis. I mean, he can't be worse than John, can he? I've been thinking too, Sir William. Like junior mastermind today. What's on your mind? What if we were the power behind the king? I mean, we're nice. And there is the lovely money to be considered. (laughs) I had considered both those things, yes. Also, William, there are more rebel knights and barons than there are loyal to King John. Now the French are here as well. If we fight, well, we might not win. We are outnumbered, yes. And if we lose, King Louis might make an example of us. All of our land's gone for sure. Who knows what he'd do with us and our families. We could be dead, or worse, poor. But if we give little Henry to Louis, he'd probably be grateful, wouldn't he? You did say that you wanted just to go home, didn't you, William? I did. I'm an old man, chaps. I don't want to fight any more, and I have made my decision. Here he comes. Sir William. On the late king's orders, I bring his son to you. The boy is afraid. He has asked me to tell you that he is at your mercy. Hi, Marshal. Uh, nice sword. Neil. Henry. I'm okay where I am, actually. I said, Neil. Okay. I can do it for you if you wish, Sir William. No. It should be me. I owe his family this at least. Are you ready, Henry? Please, don't, Sir William. I must. And God forgive me for what comes after. Henry Plantagenet. Be bold and upright, so that God may love thee. Speak the truth always, even if it leads to your death. Safeguard the helpless, and do no wrong. That is your vow, and that is so you remember it. Rise, a knight, Henry. You shall be our king. What is wrong with you? Beg pardon? I thought you were going to kill me. Sorry, but you have to be knighted if you're going to be a king. I I thought everyone knew. Well, we we didn't didn't know. know. You know what people from history You made it like? seem like you're about to murder a child. Oh my goodness! So Marshall declared for little Henry, who was crowned King Henry the Third. A 
after I changed my tights, actually. After he changed his tights. London was too well defended. And Dover Castle was still holding the French at bay. So Marshall called every man still loyal to the rightful king to his banner and went north to Lincoln. Lincoln was still our best chance of bringing the French and rebels to battle. While the castle still stood, it meant the rebel army was vulnerable to attack. Sorry, did you just say a battle? Have you gone absolutely mad? Marshall, what's up with your knights? Are they, like, allergic to battles? (laughs) Oh no, dear Uncle Bob-Bob. I'm not surprised that they're surprised. Battles in the 13th century are incredibly rare. Look at it this way. I'm 70. I've been fighting all my life, and this will be my first one. But why? Battles, Uncle Bob-Bob, are too risky. If you lose, well, you lose everything. Look at poor Tombo there. Look at his... Look at his pained, strained face. Yeah, you look like him. After he lost his infant son's car seat at poker. You said you wouldn't tell. The stakes have never been higher. It's the Kingdom of England we're betting, you see. We can't beat the rebels with raids and sieges, but if we beat their northern army at Lincoln and Dover Castle holds out, whoa, then, then we've got a puncher's chance, I reckon. It certainly was a gamble. Even though the rebels and the French had split their armies, they still had more men than Marshall. And not only did they have more men, but those men were behind tall stone walls. And even if Marshall's men got over the walls, they would have to fight up Lincoln's infamous Steep Hill. Why is it called Steep Hill? Fine, I'll eat my popcorn. In fairness to our American cousins, Steep Hill is a stupid name for it. Just calling it Steep doesn't cover it. I kid ye not, friends. Steep Hill is practically vertical. At the top of it is the cathedral and the castle of Lincoln. And on the way there, there are a couple of really nice pubs and a lovely shop that sells fudge. Oh, hey, hey, look, there's my ageless mother-in-law out shopping. Hi, Saskia. Hello, Bob, Bob. Fighting your way up it in medieval armour would be practically suicide. Let's hope Marshall's got a plan, or this shall be a short episode. Grandma! Grandma! There's an army approaching! I know, dearie. You know? But we've only just heard their drums just now. Well, you see, dearie, Grandma Nicola had about 300 crossbowmen sneaked into the castle early this morning. Morning! Morning! Morning. From the castle's wall, they'll be able to hit anything and anyone in the city. Yes, Grandma Nicola's made the rebels and their French buddies a nice breakfast. Yes! That morning, the historic tea rooms of Lincoln opened for breakfast. But all anyone in Lincoln got for breakfast was crossbow bolts. How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine with some death. Mmm, a bucket of awful coffee from Costa. Ah! Ow! Ah, someone shot me through my coffee! Oh, well, at least I didn't drink it. Oh, wakey, wakey, eggs and... What is going on? Someone shut my cop cop out of my hand with a crossbow! Huh? Yeah, someone shot my brother through my bacon sarnie. Someone shot my bagel with a crossbow! And also, the north gate is under attack! The north gate? There was a bump to be coming from the south gate! I'm getting heartburn from this greasy crossbow bolt. 
Here come down, both of you! Order the army to the top of the hill! We must hold the north gate, huh? And if they come from the south? Lance Armstrong on roids couldn't get up that hill, man! If we hold the north gate, we win! Now, finish your breakfasts, and let's go! Yeah, 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 let's get him. Yeah, let's get him. Yeah, let's get him. Oh, let's get him. Oh, oh, wow, oh man, this steep. hill is steep. Oh, Holy oh, Christ, it's steep. Oh, oh, climbing this hill oh, hurts my legs oh, and it makes my accent even more outrageous. That's, that's massive. Even with the crossbow breakfast, the rebels and the French still had the upper hand. Their larger army gathered atop the great steep hill before the cathedral. From here, they could stop Marshall's army from getting through the North Gate and make sure the Grandma of War was still stuck inside the castle. All they had to do was hold the North Gate till Marshall's army ran out of men. Actually, where is Marshall? I hope he's planning something Hollywood. You've got to be kidding. Come on, Bobby! What a guy! Hello, listener! Listen, this will have to be quick, because I'm currently leading a cavalry charge down a busy shopping street. Stand around another place! Sorry, excuse me! There was another gate, listener. The rebels thought they'd blocked it up, but they have Where did that come from? Ah, never mind! Get them, huh? Viva la revolution! Viva la France! Marshal's army smashed into the back of the rebels. The narrow streets crammed the armies together. There was barely room to swing a sword, let alone a cat. Marshall was to the fore, dealing mighty blows. Take that! And party! When suddenly... Have a taste of my mace, you! Marshall took three mighty blows which crossed his helmet and knocked him dazed. He was out cold in the middle of the battle. All of a sudden, my head doesn't hurt. Hello, William. Goose. Crayon. No, thanks. I'm trying to cut down. It's good to see you, Goose. It's good to see you, William. But you can't stay. Yes, you're dead, aren't you? I'm as dead as Jeremy Whiskett in the fourth. Ah, is that the cat you microwaved? Correct. And I'm here because I'm almost dead? Exactly. And you've got a lot to live for. So... Wear cup. I shall, old friend. Marshal! Farewell, Bye, William! Marshal! Marshal, wake up! Oh, man, my head hurts. Have we won yet? The French are pushing us back, Sir William. There are rather a lot of them still. Right. Time to get back in the game, then. The Chronicle said Marshal's charge drove three spears deep into the rebel army. They also said that Marshall hit one rebel knight so hard that it knocked him clean off his feet. Then he immediately got up and hid. Mummy! Hey! Someone killed the old man, huh? Oh, come on! I don't believe you! You're here! Oh, come on! I've killed you once today, you damn fossil, you! So do yourself a favor and stand dead this time, please, huh? You should know I'm not so easy to kill. Guy de Lusignan. I'm not Guy de Lusignan, you senile old god. I am Thomas de Perche. Well, you sound like it. Maybe your mother used to fix washing machines for the Lusignan family. I don't know what you're talking about. 
So let's fight! Let's go! You and me, right now! Take it off! Tamar Depeche was a tournament champion like Marshall. Switch! He was an experienced soldier like Marshall. And he was leader of his army like Marshall. Comes the big one! But he wasn't a living legend. See if you can sidestep this! Switch! I am vanquished! Marshall! For my insults, I apologize! Apologize this! During the carnage, one of Marshall's knights, who had been a close friend of King John's, stabbed the French commander, Thomas de Perche. It was Guy de Lusignan! No, it wasn't. Just because you like doing the voice, it doesn't make it true. Aww. Not cool, man. This was considered very bad form. Killing your enemies, man. That's not what we do battles for. But as soon as Thomas Depeche hit the deck, the rebels and the French lost heart and ran. Luggage! Run away! Run away! Run away! Allez! 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 Oh, wow, 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 wow. Hold on to the handrail. Hold on to the handrail. It is really steep. I'm not kidding. It is really, really steep. Be careful. Who fudged? Against all the odds. Against a bigger army in a better position. While he was in his 70s. William Marshall had won, and England was saved. Hooray! The French and rebels ran down the steep hill and out of the south gate. They ran so fast down steep hill that Marshall's army couldn't even catch them. So Marshall's army stopped, and they looted the city of Lincoln instead. They called it the Battle of Lincoln Fair. Uh, why? Well, it was like a fair, but everyone in Lincoln got their stuff robbed. Trust me, it was funny at the time. Fair enough. Within a few months, Prince Louis signed the Treaty of Lambeth and went home to France. England was saved. Sometimes, when you're a hand-wringing liberal or a plastic Welshman, it's easy to dislike the idea of England. England does often embarrass us at parties by throwing deck chairs and stealing other people's countries. But no country is perfect, and you'd miss it if it was gone. And it's fair to say that if William Marshall had lost the Battle of Lincoln, you would be listening to this show in French, and it wouldn't be the same, and nor would the world. Of course, it's impossible to know for sure, but for our money, without William Marshall, there wouldn't be an England. He really should be more famous. Thanks, lads. Now listen, I'd love to stay here and have you blow smoke up my bum, but I've got retirement to enjoy. See you, boys. Go, Mrs. Clifton. Yeah! Marshall had two more years of playing with his grandkids, watching Antiques Roadshow with his wife, and hopefully, I mean, God, just, just having to sit down for once. He's buried in the Temple Church in London, and you can go and see him if you like. And if you're the sort of person that gets misty-eyed over history, you can quietly thank him for Wallace and Gromit, and The Beatles, or Custard, or Led Zeppelin. Or anything that you like about England. It's a very Hollywood story. But we've not exaggerated. Maybe we speeded a few bits up, but if anything, we had to leave a lot out. And there ends the tale of the most Hollywood man in English history, William Marshall, England's greatest knight. Uh, guys, where are the Hollywood people? They've gone, Bilbo. Oh. Well, they could have picked up their popcorn. Oh well, I suppose I wouldn't have enjoyed living in LA either. You know what, it's always sunny and my own beach and massive tasteless house. 
Yeah, imagine that in like a mansion. Being comfortable and nice weather and all that. Oh, who am I kidding? That would have been great. Oh my god, it would. It would have been so great. I'm never going to be a I absolutely love that. Wanted to buy loads of space marines. Oh, I'm never going to be famous. And so ends another adventure in the broken dream that is the silly history boys show. But we'll be back next time for another fame-hungry episode. And for our self-centered shallowness and greed, we are, as always, sorry. Sorry. William Marshall, Part 3, Big Night Out, or Episode 19 of the Silly History Boys Show, was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. Your hero and mine, William Marshall, was enclosed into Sonic Legends, that's not one of the bad Sonic games before you ask, by Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. The narration, knights, Americans, crossbowmen, and for some reason, no old ladies this week, and Uncle Bob Bob's mother-in-law out shopping in Lincoln were played by Tom, Tombo Fillmore. Tom, honestly, it was like she was in the room. Incredible. The part of Sir Tamar de Pesh, who sounded in no way like Guy Delong with Sweden. Oh no, oh no, I completely made a mess of it. Bilbo's going to kill me. Guy Delong with... Oh my god, what was his name? Um, GDL is how he's written in the script. It wasn't even Guy de Lucien, anyway. It was it was Tomar de Pesh. But I'm not changing it. And narration were flaccented by Pear the Pear Bear Perry. What? Oh, God. Stu, the Pear Bear Perry. It's it's midnight. Richard the Lionheart and Nicola de Hay, the grandmother of war, were played by Gemma Velma von Bonbond. Thanks, Gemma. My nice wife. Asleep next door. The part of the attractive King John I've been dying to dramatise the scene where he poos himself to death ever since Uncle Bob Bob and Uncle Bilbo were King John and his unimportant manservant at Carlisle Castle ten years ago. An Australian man called the Spat. Uh, Bilbo was King John as well, so thank you, Bilbo, for letting me be it. I think I was also Prince Louis and some knights. Oh, I don't really care because it's midnight and I quite like to go to bed. Uh, I'm really younger as well. That's fun. Was played by your dear Uncle Bob Bob. The part of little Henry or Henry III was actually properly acted, properly acted by troubled child superstar Harry Hazmat Fairbear, who had an excellent parents evening. Well done, Hazmat. Uh, he excelled in Latin, uh, the liberal sciences, and bear baiting, so that's good. Uh, another successful term at Torywood, the expensive private school that the very, very classist Pear Bear sends into at massive expense to the silly history boys. Anyway, is there anyone else? I don't think so. I think we'll check. The music was provided by the deadly Lord Fastfingers and the excellent Daniel Bradley of Daniel Bradley Music. Thank you, Dan. I hope you enjoyed your trip. The Knightly Oath was once again stolen from the screen prey of Kingdom of Heaven by William Monaghan, partly because there genuinely isn't a historical oath from the time, but mostly because your dear Uncle Bob Bob thinks it's really cool. Thanks, Mr. Monaghan. It's a cracking film, you know, you really should. The extended version, I mean, um, is honestly one of my favourite films. If you enjoyed this week's exciting edition of the Silly History Boys show, then please, 
please give us a rating and a review and it really does help the show's visibility so that we can be silly into more people's ears and even consider telling other people. Thank you, Hannah Skellum, who I went to school with who left. There's a really nice one the other day. Thanks, Hannah. You can also visit our Facebook page at Silly History Boys Show and hit us up on Twitter at SHB underscore show. If you would like to send us a sample of your booing for the credits or even a suggestion for which historical or mythical figure we should get silly with next, please drop us an email at SHB. That's not it. Please drop us an email at sillyhistoryboysshow at gmail.com. Right. I I think that'll have to do. Thanks, bye! We're just like two great mates catching up. I tell you what, Marshall. Why don't we get some peaches and cider and pizza? Just have a big night. Night in? Yeah? Man? Second to last word. Too late to pull out now. I'm King John. Okay, okay, John.